All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Vancouver and the Association for Mineral Exploration, British Columbia, and the Roundup Conference. We are kicking off today with an interview with uh, Francis McDonald, CEO of Lift Power. They do trade on the TSXV with LIFT and on the OTCQX with LIFFF. Uh, Francis, welcome back to your old stomping ground here in Vancouver. Great to be back in Vancouver. It's it's a home for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't change. It's been raining consistently every day. That's, you miss, you that's, miss that? I don't. That's what I don't miss about Vancouver. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about the Yellowknife Lithium Project. Uh, you published new drill results out uh, the highlight 23 meters of 1.4% uh, lithium at Fee, Maine. There's another 11 meters of 1.38% at night. Um, you know, this night, this, this night area is looking pretty juicy. I mean, that thing's a really kind of show its own right now. Yeah, I mean, grade's looking good, and grade's consistently high. Widths are similar to what we see on surface, so, you know, mm -hmm. about 10 meters of, of true width. So, yeah, I mean, in general, this is the story. We see this stuff on surface, and we have similar amounts of it at depth. And, you know, you just do back of the envelope on this, and this is just, like, a massive resource right. eventually well i mean knowing you you've done your back of the envelope math but it's not official here so let's talk about when it becomes official yeah sure so we are out drilling again right now so we'll be talking about putting out a press release about that tomorrow and about another twenty thousand meters we're going to do and the plan is to come out with a resource later this year so i think we're going to keep drilling until we hit, you know, a big magic number. Yeah, yeah. And because the resource is there, we just have to drill for it. And to me, it makes more sense to put out a big resource than a smaller resource, even if it's, you know, a month or two behind schedule. So that's the plan is we're just going to keep drilling until we, we hit what we want to hit. Yeah. You know, uh, some, some peers of yours down in uh, James Bay area put out their massive resource for the, it's, you know, a similar geology and uh, the impegmentite here. And so I kind of felt like after they published that, it's like there's a little bit of market expectations of what that looks like. I mean, how do you, um, you know, how are you watching the market and what you think they are expecting as far as seeing numbers and grade? Yeah, well, I mean, I think in general, people's benchmark right now is 100 million tons of ore, yeah. you know, above yeah. one above one percent. So absolutely agree. I mean, that's kind of what we're going for, and I think when you set yourself up in that category, people have this kind of you know tier one world class classification, and so mm -hmm. you know we want to be making sure that people are thinking of the Yellowknife project in that light. Yeah, can you be able to hit that 100 million tons? First, first, first time. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 fascinating because I mean, with all the drilling you have done, it's it's, it's been so consistent. You and I have talked about this. Like, there's nothing here that actually surprises anybody. Yeah, I know. It's so consistent, and because it's consistent, it's all. You know, maybe some people are like, well, there's you know, what are the next catalysts going to be? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, the first drill results were not a catalyst for the stock price, which right. was interesting, right? Because thing is I think we built very high expectations because you can see it on surface and then we just drilled underneath it like you said and it's like oh yeah it's there mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> just like you see it on surface and so it's not a bad thing because we've been able to keep a, a you know a, a good valuation we're about 250 million dollar market cap so you know not complaining at all but that is the next thing is like okay you have a massive resource what's next yeah. and that's the thing you know we have to prove out the resource first, that's step one. We have to start looking at the economics of what a mine is gonna look like, so a PEA type of thing. 
and then you know we'd be probably going to feasibility study right away after okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the lithium market. It's kind of taken it on the chin recently. Absolutely. <laughs> There's been some, uh, I guess, some news out of the uh, EV space and demand is a lot less and what uh, producers and I would say maybe governments were hoping or expecting it to be and therefore uh, demand for lithium seems to be dropping along with its price, but we've seen this cyclicality before. It's, sure. you know, it's, more, it's, it's not the first time this thing has happened, but you know, that doesn't stop you from exploring the lithium price, doesn't prevent you from really putting drills in the ground right now. You know, I think there's, there's, there's benefits to a down market. And one of them is that it's harder for other companies to raise capital mm -hmm. and there's not as much noise around it. So capital flows to quality projects. And the way that I'm looking at this is if we can advance this project as much as possible in the downturn, that just sets it up, up for the next rip in lithium prices. Yeah. And that's where we want to be at that point. Yeah. And like you said, it's going to be cyclical. It has been cyclical over the last 10 years. I think lithium has been the top performing or number one or two top performing commodities four times in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And it's been the worst performing one three times. So what does that tell you? You know, you mm -hmm. went from the very bottom to the very top very quickly. Yeah. And we saw that in in uh, 2022, 2023, you know, we're down at the bottom, prices can't go that much lower from here, and it's really just a setup for the next big run. All right. Uh, so another year full of drilling. Uh, there was some news, I think it was the last news release or the one prior to that, there was news out about your infrastructure with the project and being able to, uh, news about a road, wasn't there? Yeah, so we, we permitted a winter road out That's to right. our, our echo right. target. And this was a pre-existing winter road that had been used to re remediate an old gold mine in the area. So all we had to do is just re-permit it. And what that does is it gives us an overland access route to our ECHO targets. Mm -hmm. And, and ECHO looks like it could be quite significant just based on what we see at surface. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're pushing forward on all fronts and, you know, doing a lot of permitting. Environmental baseline work is really kicking off this year in a big mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And that's the bottleneck for these projects. It's the technical side is pretty simple. You know, like you drill them out, you drill it off to indicated. It's just going to take money and, and time, but not that much time. You know, I think we could drill off everything to indicated within about 12 months. Yeah. Well, wasn't 2023 the first full year of drilling? Uh, it was six months of drilling. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. Oh, man, my timeline was way Yeah, up. yeah, we started in June. So oh, it wow. was six months and... We'll have, we'll have, let's say, everything drilled off to inferred within 12 months, and then it just depends how many drill rigs you put on it to convert it to, to indicated. And that's, that's the big cost, that's the big time part of getting mm -hmm. to a feasibility study. So, you know, we could, we could have a study if we really pushed on this by the end of 2025, but it's the permitting that yeah, is yeah. going to take longer. <clears throat> We've had uh, multiple conversations with, you know, heads of government, both British Columbia and um, Yukon the last couple days. We have not had a conversation with anybody from Northwest Territories, but kind of bear with me as I kind of wade through here. But a lot of this conversation has been focused on critical mineral strategies. Obviously, lithium plays an important part in those strategies. Uh, what is kind of the framework in Northwest Territories with that strategy and how are they focused on streamlining or improving permitting timelines because this is going to be a big 
you know, a big checkbox for you down the road. The way you're working, it's going to be sooner than maybe a lot of people are expecting. Sure. Yeah, so there was an election in uh, Northwest Territories this fall, and so we have a new government coming in, and they're actually, I think, right at the point right now of setting the priorities for the next four years. And so we're hoping that they take the position that critical minerals is where they want to put a lot of the focus because it's, it's, it's something that can happen in the near term rather than some of the bigger infrastructure projects that they're envisioning, which, which could be a road all the way up to the Arctic coast. I mean, that would be incredible from a, from a mineral exploration standpoint, but at the same time, that's not going to fill the gap that the diamond mines are going to leave in the next five to ten years. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we're 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 actively discussing with the government of the Northwest Territories. You know, we've had multiple meetings here at Roundup, and we continue those discussions. And I think people do see that there will be a gap once the diamond mines shut down, and and it, you know, we need to be able to fill that gap with something else in the Northwest Territories. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, uh, Francis, good to see you. I know it's been busy. It's, you're always busy when you come back into town. So. Yeah, I know. It's great to be here. Uh, good to see you all again. Right. All right, everybody. That's your update from Lift Power, and stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more coming here from day two at Roundup. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.